Welcome to Football Hot Boys, the show where two hot seamen talk about football, that stupid fucking Devontae Adams trade, becoming a celebrity chef, and a masseuse named Hank. I'm just going to keep up. I have a thing of grits here uh, to keep up with the normal... Uh the normalcy of me eating during podcasts. So I, f- I, I, f- I feel like a yet to like be fully explored um, running bit is what completely non-podcast friendly thing is sitting with you while you dude, record. Bullshit. It, every, it's not just me, dude. We all, each of us have our tics, whether it's you breathing mm-hmm. or drinking into the mic. Fucking mm-hmm. Clark's cat, Pete's kids, or me eating something random. Yeah. We all have our I, own I, bit. I, I guess if I was going to handicap what you were going to eat during the podcast, I probably would. Grits probably would not have made it. So, go. like, yeah. that's an incre- especially grits by itself in a ramekin is it, it w- is definitely not what I is, is typical to I think broadcasting. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it, it's a conversation starter. Ergo, what we're doing now. So I think it was. Uh, I think it's perfect. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was tortured. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a bummer. Uh, TC couldn't be here, man. There's there's so mu- there's so much w- wacky shit to talk about. Holy yeah, fuck! Every time I think we're gonna have the biggest beefcake of an episode, then the next week is like, well, I shall out beefcake you. And we're also going to trade someone between the time you record and the time Bro. that you release the the episode. Well, it's like every um, team's just like hold my beer. Like every time there's a trade that goes through, another crazier thing. Like, I mean, this Tyreek Hill's got me fucked up, man. I I, uh, I didn't see this one coming. Uh, it, it, so, it, uh, yeah, I don't know. We, we, we could do reverse time machine here and just go with the most recent thing and then work our way back. Yeah, because I know we'll, we'll save the crown jewel for last. Mm-hmm. No, there's pre- prepare yourself for a soliloquy like has never been soliloquied wow. uh, when we get to That's the de- Devante Adam. I know. But... um. The the hill thing was just so weird because I'm sitting minding my own fucking business at work on any random fucking Wednesday, and then my phone goes, "Hey, turns out Tyree Kill and the Chiefs don't want to be together anymore. He's getting traded." I'm like, "Okay, I wasn't ready for that. Like, I, I there was no lead up into that. There wasn't any like nope. sneaky Twitter back and forth. There was just like, oh, by the way, he's getting traded, and then maybe an hour later, it was just all over." Dude, he's gone. Dead ass, dude. Um, literally, I think this morning I, I got like a, a Twitter notification or some shit just saying, you know, hey, the Dolphins and I forget who else are like are interested in Hill, and I'm like, what the fuck ever. And then, yeah, as you said, like an hour later it went through. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Especially after he got a uh, a decent offer from the Chiefs. Um, obviously not as good as what Dolphins are going to make him. I think this puts him as the highest paid receiver in the league. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, which. I mean, him or Devontae Adams is a coin flip. Both of them, you know, deserve it. But, yeah, man, I was he not happy there? You're playing for arguably the best quarterback. You got a ring. Like, I mean, I, the, the, all I can think about is the fantasy implications of this. Like, all of a sudden, Travis mm-hmm. Kelsey is not – he's not just the – he is in a tier on his own. He's, have, he's on the moon now by himself, hanging out, doing moon stuff. Dude, it's crazy. Jalen Waddle's value arguably might go down a bit. Like it's uh it's it's kind of wacky, man. I, I don't know. Uh, the Dolphins are looking stacked. They have two first round picks still going into this next draft. Like but next year, they, next they, they only had one this year. They said, yeah, next yeah. year. I mean, um, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's kind of wacky. Um, but I I also would say that the Dolphins are one of those teams, kind of like Jacksonville or even the Jets. Uh, that no, I think they're kind of on their own. Where it's like they, I've seen this before, where they have all these draft picks, they have all this equity, and they just can't seem to put it together. But if they can't do it with Tyreek Hill, it's just not going to happen. Well, and this is the last kind of move they have to do. Like, like they've, right. they've acquired players in every other way except the big old sellout, blowout sort of deals. You, so yeah, it, it, it's going to be interesting. Like. That offense, especially with who's running it now, I could see Tyreek Hill maybe having a slightly different, more Debo Samuel style role sure. in that offense. Yeah. Um, so I'm not worried about him fantasy wise. I, I and I don't. I honestly am not worried about Waddle either. I don't really think they cannibalize each other as much as they just add to the offensive production in general. So. Uh, um, and also, if you're the, if you're the Miami, it's like well, now we'll know about Tua for sure. 
like because like there's no more excuses at this point like right. he either produces or he doesn't and then we can move on if he doesn't so yeah no uh for sure i mean <clears throat> they're kind of doing the same thing that they're doing in jacksonville where it's like this is our dude we're planting our flag either you make it this year or you're fucking gone dude like um there's no excuses essentially i think it's the opposite because i think jacksonville's like hey welcome to the team trevor lawrence you've never been here before right this is your first year this is a well, new coach we got just for you we got this big expensive stinky wide receiver for you I like meant, yeah. I meant as far as getting him weapons which they have okay. done in the off season that that's what yeah. i meant like if you can't if you can't produce with these weapons then what are you doing here yeah, yeah. There's no excuses now when you when you have speed on speed on speed on the outside. You have a guy with you have two guys that are pretty big bodied as well with Gasecki and Parker there. Yep. Like, um, like you're you're out of and the offensive line is still especially the right side of it is kind of janky. But like, it, it's good enough where you're gonna have enough time to throw the ball to Tyree Kill get the fuck out of here. You know, <laughs> with that. Yeah, I mean just. Literally, as you said, you use him like a Debo Samuels, just like screens. Mm-hmm. It, just give him the fucking ball. He's gonna he's gonna make shit happen. Dude's it, a beast. It is interesting. I'm really upset that Clark's not here because we're gonna have this big long uh, Brees Hall conversation in the first round. It's basically Buffalo or bust now if he's gonna go in the first round because like that was a, one of the other teams that could have maybe spent that pick on him, and I think that opportunity is gone now. So, um, and Matt Miller is all over Twitter saying Brees Hall is going to go in the first round. I tend to believe him when he says that stuff. So, I mean, Brees Hall, Brees Hall the Buffalo. Sell your Devin Singletary shares now while you can. Man, I don't know that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just feel like these stacked teams keep getting more stacked. And it's like, I don't know, man. Buffalo, it, it make it fucking happen at this point. I, I, I feel like you, mm. your time, the time on the clock is running out. <laughs> well, now let's kind of backtrack, kind of using that general topic about the AFC and how fucking beefcakey it is at this moment. Like, this is really damaging to the Chiefs. I think. I, I think it's as damaging to the Chiefs as Devonte Adams is to the Packers, specifically because those are both really good offenses that were just really prone to stymieing themselves because they could just all of a sudden forget how to feed the couple of guys that they were supposed to feed. Right. And now those, now they've been reduced by one major guy. So like, I think both of those offenses are going to stymie. I don't think they're gonna be bad. I don't think they're gonna be, run, you know, run of the mill or anything, had, but, Patrick they're, Mahomes, but I, they're going to get stuck in the mud here. No, I, it, I totally agree. Um, when Juju was added to the roster, I'm like, that's what they fucking needed. That's perfect. He's when mm-hmm. he, when he when the the pressure's not on Juju, he's not in double coverage, and he he can actually go out there and play. He's not the receiver one. He's really good. Well, then you mm-hmm. just kneecapped yourself by getting rid of Tyreek Hill, um, and now it's like. We've seen Juju as a one one receiver. It's not very pretty. So what the fuck? He's, are they he's not the do? one. He's he's not the one. He's going to do exactly what they asked him to do when they got here. He's going to soak up targets. He's going to be a third down guy. He's going to abuse a, a space and place on the field they haven't been able to abuse before. The only problem is now your approach with him is completely gone because you cannot stretch the field like you did before. Right. And I'm sorry, McCole Hardman is not that same kind of player. You can't plug him into that role and, and, and cause defenses to react the same way they did with Tyree Kill. Maybe if you maneuver and get around the board and get, you know, Jameson, Will, uh, Jameson Williams, like maybe you can sort of push the safeties back the way that Tyreek did. But like, I, I don't you know. know. It's not the Williams same impact. Is not, no, it, it's not, but you can maybe manipulate the field the same way. But you're going to have to move again because he's not going to be there at 29. So I, I, I'd be really skeptical he's going to be there at 29. Yeah. So, and, he, and even if you do, like, he's still a rookie. Like, the past couple of years, we've been totally spoiled by Justin Jefferson and, and Chase, thinking that these guys can come into the league that and make enormous impacts. I'm not saying that, like, you know, maybe it'll happen this year. Garrett Wilson's a pretty complete prospect i could see him coming in and maybe being better right away than most people think but like i don't think you you can't just go oh, yeah we'll draft someone it's fine it, it, it's like not all those that, teams are just like yeah not that I, position it, it, receiver mm-hmm. takes a while to develop absolutely uh, there's well, you, your odell's don't happen all the fucking time <laughs> Well, and like you see all this stuff like going around today, where it's like, oh, this is a this is an indication on how the leagues. You know, this is a a big 
conversation around the league where why pay these guys? Look at these past couple draft classes. You're bringing these guys in. Like you can get these guys way cheaper rather than paying thirty million dollars to a stud guy. Like look what does the salary cap. Yada yada. I'm like. Bro, just a couple of years ago, people were saying, why pay a quarterback so big when you can draft Russell Wilson in the third round? It's because, you know, <laughs> bro, <Doesn't happen. laughs> it's because, yeah, it doesn't happen. Right. It's really fucking hard. And drafting, even when you're really good at it, is not a for sure science. You can't just plug the guys that you get back in and expect the same, you know, sort of production, especially, you know, early on in their career. Like, there is nothing that either of these offenses, Green Bay or Kansas City, uh, can do to you know sort of mitigate the damage they've done to themselves and and we can kind of talk it, it sounded like both of these things were necessary in a weird way that the relationship was broken or just the finances were not going to work um specifically one of the things i've been hearing is that like the orlando brown being on the franchise tag just nuked such a huge portion of the cap this year that they could not manipulate like if you have a guy in a contract you can renegotiate the contract make a little space for yourself right. but having a 19 million dollar dead weight right in the middle of it made it impossible for them to pull the money together to to do it and they had to trade them but i don't know man keep on the contract he has right now franchise him next year i i don't i don't understand necessarily whatever i don't know man it's uh it's gonna be wacky i mean what are your i guess what's your take on we kind of touched it briefly but what's your take mm. on um miami like does this does this really improve them that much? I mean, obviously Hill is an insane talent, but does it re- is it really going to help them out? They've they've had insane talents in the past, and they haven't been able to capitalize on it at, at running well, sort of running back, but at receiver position for sure. I um I kind of had the same reaction on the Miami side of this that I had when Indy got Matt Ryan, because I'm like, oh that's that's good that's great it, 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 you, you still don't matter like because yeah. the other teams in the in the AFC just got so much better like neither neither of those moves the Matt Ryan move or the Tyreek Hill doesn't make you better in Buffalo it probably doesn't make you better than the Chargers it it maybe gets you to where you can see the Broncos but I still think the Broncos are, are way better than both you guys you know yeah I, for sure. I, 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 like, <laughs> I still think the Raiders are better than both you guys Absolutely. Like, so like, yeah, so it's one of those things where it's like, these are nice moves. Like, I don't expect them to roll over and die because the Chargers are good. So like, they're obviously gonna do things to improve their team. But like, I still don't think either of those teams particularly matter. And I still think Miami is still woefully incomplete, especially on defense and up front. So I, I, I think they're exciting. I think they're in the right direction. I think it was a good move. I think it was a proper move. But I, I don't think they're, I, I still don't think they make the playoffs, to be completely honest. Like, that's crazy i mean mm-hmm. i i agree with you for the record but i it's just it's insane it because it does feel like they're making the right moves and it just doesn't fucking matter at the end of the day it just doesn't matter and i i don't know why N- not at this moment like, like because like who knows what's gonna happen like look at the how much the league has changed like in like the last 16 days <laughs> so no, going in no going going joke. into next year like you have so much less to do you had all these impact players. Like they still did a really good job. It just I think if you're expecting them to like be in the divisional round this year, you're gonna be disappointed. Like I, I just don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah, no, to- yeah. totally fair. What? Uh, let's go, Miami, 2025. Yeah, there we go, Woo. Miami. Wild card team, 2025. 2025. Get, ex- get excited, Dolphins fans. Get ready. Oh man. Um oh. what other I mean god there's so many. I I mean do you want to let's just you want to just talk about the Watson trade? Yeah, I think that's good. Like I think you you need to lead this ship because th- th- this is like the official end to, to the saga. Like, yeah, to, to well to the like entire era of your your fandom too. For yeah. sure. Um I so it was funny when this when it originally came out, I heard three first round picks. I was like Okay, cool. That for you're giving up somebody who doesn't want to play on your team. That's uh, kind of a hazard risk. Even though there's no legalities, you don't know if NFL. You know there still might be stuff coming down the pipe. You don't know that mm-hmm. for sure. Um, when it actually broke, it was originally uh, three, um, three first round picks, a and a, and a fourth round pick. And then mm-hmm. when the trade actually went through, they added an additional fourth round pick. And I was just like. 
wow, they like went for it. So mm-hmm. as a fan of, I mean, right now I'm not happy. I've been over in the mm-hmm. past, but I think we fucking balled out, man. I think we really got a, I think it was a good deal on us. I think it's the best, the best case scenario for us as far as um, getting rid of Watson. It's one of the like oddest things I've ever seen happen in, in sports and also just kind of in humanity. Like where it went from, I don't want to play for this team because they're garbage to, so please trade me. And they could have traded him then. Right. And then it's like, oh, by the way, it turns out I'm also a sex predator. Yeah. And then, like, that whole thing had to play out. He doesn't play football for an entire year. Yep. And then there's an insane bidding war where Cleveland is out of it. It looks like he's going to go home to Atlanta. And then yep. all of a sudden they Last come back minute. in. And it's like, your team turned a headache sex criminal into in maybe the single greatest pile of draft picks since Herschel Walker. Yep. Like it, it, it's, it's, it's absurd. I have no, I so strange. Like I don't, it should, it shouldn't have happened this way for about a million different reasons. I, but there you go, man, you got your rebuild. Hopefully you believe in the guys that are doing it. Um, yeah. But, I mean, so far what I've seen, I can't, you know, it, it kind of goes back. I, I fucking hated the Davis Mills pickup. I fucking hated it. But, in, re- in hindsight, Davis Mills, what we picked him up in the third round, he's, argue- he's arguably a better quarterback than – and, and I, I know you're probably going to argue with it. I think he's a, a better quarterback than anyone in this coming draft from what I've seen, from what I've seen. Now, would I have said that before last year? No, fuck no. But I think they were – like if they, if they scouted that out, Something that I'm not saying he's the future of our franchise, but if they could scout that out and they can hit half these first round picks, you know what? Mm-hmm. We might actually be on the path to something in the next two, three years. I am going to be very careful defending this draft class because as you as it can be seen just by how this off season went, clearly people who know football better than anyone than other people, anyone else in the world knows football, thinks this Trash class. This class I wouldn't is go that trash. far, but like, I, dude, they did. People did everything they could. Someone gave up two third round picks for Carson Wentz to avoid having to draft one of these guys. Like, people do not like this draft class. The quarterback class is weak. I will yeah. say that. I am not ready to say that Davis Mills is better than these. I. I'm not going to say I was wrong on Davis Mills. I will say I, he's better than I thought he was going to be. The bar he's was like, so low, yeah. though. Like <laughs> he's a, he's a competent NFL quarterback. I yeah. think if you start building a franchise, planning that that's going to be enough, you're going to end up being disappointed by the end. Um, I guess that kind of dovetails into like you have three and thirteen in the first round this year. Yeah. Like, what does Happy Cody look like at the end of the night? with what's happening at those picks. Honestly, dude, I haven't even gone that far. I've just been yeah. trying to keep up with the NFL as a whole. I mean, I don't know. Like, I would like to pick up a stud receiver. I want to stay away from the running back. I'm not even going to put players' names out there. I'm just thinking mm-hmm. positionally. I would like to pick up a receiver in the first round. That, okay. If that alone happens, I'll be happy. I don't want to pick up a running back. I, I do feel that running back is kind of one of those pieces you have after you have a good quarterback, a good O-line. Mm. You know, I, I think that should be kind of a luxury pick um, at the tail end. So as long as we don't like overdraft a running back or pick up something dumb like that, I'll probably be happy. Um, or a quarterback. I swear to God, if we draft a quarterback, I will put a bullet in my own goddamn head. There's no <laughs> shot we can go for. Because like, I'm telling you, like, it, if we saw the tape that we had, Davis Mills, like, he would be like first, second round this draft, in my opinion, out the scouting <laughs> I've seen. I know you're not going to admit it, but that's how I feel. Like, and that's not a I, good thing. It's not a good thing. I go back and forth where I think like we're going to be surprised by number of quarterbacks going to. I think okay. one will go maybe, uh, depending on when you catch me. Yeah. So, so you're saying yeah. if they took Malik Willis at 13, you would go fuck. This is stupid. I don't like this. Yes. Okay. I would. It, the talent's there, but I'm, I'm not like the talent is worth it. What I, my problem is is like it doesn't fit on our team. That's a wait. We're trying to rebuild, like mm-hmm. hard rebuild. Why? Why the fuck would you build a? Uh, 
This house is dope. I want a second. I want a second story on this house. It's going to look sick. Yeah, but your foundation is cracking. But the the look at this. Like it's a second floor. I'm gonna okay. Okay. So up there. you're going with a little bit more like the Atlanto style of building, where it's like build, build a, a team and then yeah. Yeah. If if there was like a crazy talent like you know a Jamar Chase or Patrick Mahomes, sure. But I don't mm. feel confident enough in in this draft class as a whole that there is that you know to to overdraft. So that's just my okay. sense. Interesting, interesting. But I mean, and, to put a button it, on it, I'm I'm really happy with the draft. I I don't know. Let's talk about the from the Browns' perspective, though. That I don't get it. I I I do. So I I think in the end, like he was kind of forced by the enormous pile of money that the Browns gave him uh, to make the correct football decision. I think of all the teams that were trying to get him, the best football team. It's the Browns. By a huge chasm was the Browns. Like, I have expressed my deep concern about what Carolina's going to look like next year. Um, New Orleans is maybe the worst managed cap in the, N- in the history of the NFL right now. A- and uh, maybe the second is Atlanta. Like, they're just horribly kind of backwards. You know, their ledgers are just, like, fucking dripping red like I, and they're also the it's last team that should be doing dude. that yeah it's yeah color scheme. they're sticking with the color scheme there's nothing wrong with that so like it, those are always awful so he was kind of forced by the fact that they were get, he was getting such stupid money in such a stupid way uh that he had to go to cleveland yeah. but i i think it, i think they immediately assuming he plays and is playing if this team makes the playoffs and deshaun washington is playing for them I don't really know how they're not considered a potential Super Bowl team. Like I, I, it's been a while since we've seen this dude play. You forget True. how fucking great he is, and he's, how that how insane. good that team was, just in general. That yeah. quarterback was holding that team back so hard last year. So True. And yeah, their, I, their run game is absurdly good too. Like the run game is absurd. absurd. The defense pass rush is absurd. They do yeah. all the, the football things you're supposed to do well. They just need a uh, quarterback. And now Amari Cooper's there. Like that wide receiver core isn't a stink out loud trash fire anymore. So like right. yeah, no, I, I could. I think he made the right football choice. Um, you know, I think Cle- the Cleveland fan reaction has been super interesting. Because people are excited or people are confused on how to feel and people are out. I've seen a lot of like... How could you be out, man? Like, the the thing is, like, if this doesn't work, oh my God. Like, they're no. fucked. They're fucked for a long time. But there's, as you just said, there's no reason as of yet that it wouldn't work. So as a, if I was a Cleveland fan, I'd be like, let's fucking go. Like, we're going well, for it. Well, it's, it, it's more the, the sex perv part of it where people are Dude, like, I'm talking this, this feels gross. Yeah, I'm, dude, I'm out. Yeah. Se- separate, but, separate the art that he left on... Never mind. I, I get it. Redacted. I get it. So, yeah, <laughs> like, like, like Clark made the point, well, he hasn't been found guilty of anything last week. True. Okay. I, I, I don't disagree with that. He called him a sex criminal. Perhaps hyperbolic i don't feel it is but at the very least very least generously monster creep yeah huge huge monster creep it's it's hard to believe that all those people like i'm i'm sure Mm -hmm. and i'll I'll, I'll go on the record and say i'm sure a lot of those probably are fake and probably hopping on the train but for all those people there's got to be some there's got to be something there there's got to be man well well also here's here you know we'll talk about this real quick we'll blow past because neither of us want to sit in this no 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 (laughs) he's at no point denied that he's been massaged by any of those women so there's that's 22 women that you at the very least took your pants off in the room with had a rub down on you yeah which again you have a multi-million dollar quality body and you're hiring people off instagram to take care of it huge qualities huge quantities of them and don't forget the part where early on in all this he collected a bunch of other masseuses that had also massages i'm like yeah no they say i'm cool i it wasn't weird or creepy with them so we're up to like 30 40 40, yeah masseuses yeah Okay, it's kind of weird. I mean, it it's is very. It's weird. extraordinarily weird yeah. and weird, yeah, and gross. Like I am a normal, shitty, dumpy white man. Like just in the middle of this country, I get really defensive if I have to see any physical therapist other than the one I've worked with the past couple of years because just other people touching my body 
you don't trust tr- don't trust them. You telling yeah. me Captain Millionaire, one of the best athletes in the world, is like, yeah, whatever Joker can get in here, just just rubbed on completely in- completely innocently too. I just need a massage, so let's let's set up the Insta okay. real quick. I, I do have a hypothetical. Would you yep. would you think it was less weird if like twenty percent of them were dudes, like just mas- normal masseuses? If one of them was a dude, I would feel less weird about it. Doesn't he even have to be twenty of them? If there was just one Hank in the middle of there, I'd be like, okay. There's just it's there's, just a lot of beautiful women yeah. and just one dude that's like slightly out of shape. He's like, hi, I'm I'm Hank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I massaged him in Cleveland. Like it's yeah, yeah. It's cool. yeah he, I mean, I asked him to take his dick out, and he wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah, so you see, it was yeah. He, yeah. He's fine. Yeah, he's cool. fine. <laughs> That's anyway. Hilarious. That concludes the discussion of sex crimes go. part of this episode. We did it. Speaking of sex yep. crimes, let's talk about okay. the Steelers. Just kidding. Let's not talk about the Steelers. We're, we're <laughs> well, I mean, that would translate into Ben Roethlisberger discussion, I suppose. Yeah. But <laughs> thanks for connecting the dots there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so far, what outside? Obviously, you think the Browns are going to probably be the most improved um, out of all teams so far. Uh, would you say that, like in the off season, so, with without the draft, of course? Uh, I would. The Chargers got so much better. Yeah, the Raiders got so much better. I would say the Raiders were yeah. probably my pick. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, you're going to have a hard. And I mean, even if we're going to have great on the curve of you added a quarterback. Russell Wilson went to a, a roster that's not quite as good as Cleveland's, probably, but as you can see it from where they're sitting, so it's like still pretty good. I I'm mm-hmm. just like obviously that was a good. I'm surprised that 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 one was came out of fucking nowhere. Like I I don't know why I never saw him going to <clears throat> Denver. I guess because I always thought Aaron Rodgers would end up there for some dumbass reason. But um, and not not throwing shade at you. I, that's legitimately what I I kind of felt where he would go. Uh, I just I don't know is does Russell Wilson like does he does he still have gas in the tank is kind of what I'm implying like I mean we just saw a guy older older than him drag a Rams team to a championship Ballad. so okay. I Good yeah I I, I, te- I tend to think that okay yeah I, I I think that's a a monster move for them I think it's it's a mountain mover for sure well there's a lot of mountains to move in Denver so mm-hmm. there we go. Nice. Back nice to you, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you want to talk about the Matt Ryan thing at all? God, I wish Pete was out I of dad jail I, so we I could fucking talk about this. I bet he's like losing his mind. I don't know, man. I, it, I just feel bad for the Colts. They've been trying to fill that fucking hole that Andrew Luck left for so long at this point that it's just like, I don't... I don't really have much to say, man. Like I, I would, I would talk about like Atlanta. Finally, you know, if you felt like he was holding your team back, like a, a you know, hot boy here on the on the show. But I just, I think it's kind of a nothing burger. I don't think he, he's worse. I, I think he's worse than Carson Wentz. I, you know, I, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't really have much to say. We made multiple um, jokes at the expense of Matt Ryan's knuckleball this past year. Um, and how long it takes him to step forward. Um, so I, I do think there is legitimate potential that it c- could be a nightmare. Um, I also think that he, at times, played very well on what is now maybe the worst roster in the entire NFL. Um, so I also think that he could maybe elevate that team. That I just think that this, that this strategy that Indy is enacting currently it's just not tenable in the long run i really feel like they have churned the water as long as they can and they're going to drown here real quick if they don't find a more permanent solution like just, I, it, the thing is i don't have any ideas about it like my thought was like you take someone at 16 like you or you know but you traded shot. that you yeah. traded that though it's just a so, revolving like, carousel yeah. man it's just <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I think, not really talking about this trade, I, I do mm-hmm. think it's hilarious that the winningest quarterback of like the that level, that tier of quarterback, mm-hmm. Matt Ryan at this point in his career, no one wants Jimmy G. <laughs> Just no one. <laughs> no one wants Jimmy. They don't even want to fucking even talk about Jimmy G. Like All these quarterbacks are being moved outside oh. of him. I just find it funny as hell. We can circle back real quick in just a second and talk about the girls that still don't have dance partners. But like, to put a bow on the Matt Ryan thing, I do think there was like, 
speak we talked earlier about the like terry kill thing where it's like oh shit it's over oh uh, okay like that's what the matt ryan thing really yeah. felt like to me too where it's like oh he led you through what is maybe the most exceptional long-term era of success that that team has ever had and they're like okay bye we're gonna take our third round pick and you know we're gonna go over here with it like it was just weirdly not sentimental at all like he didn't feel anything it was just kind of and he was gone yeah and it happened it, really fast and mm-hmm. i didn't see it coming i didn't think matt ryan was even really being chopped out so there you go. yeah it, yeah so it's i don't know the vibes in atlanta are getting uncomfortably washington e to me oh dude um like That's they're just so getting, like, it's just like man. weirdly sloppy and chaotic and planless and just not competent in any single area. So I, I feel bad for Pete. I hope that he can feel better after something happens in the draft, but yeah, it, it feels a bit dark right now in Atlanta. Yeah. Got to pay that electric bill. As they say. Got So, yeah. <laughs> You were drowning. I was just gonna plow past Dude, it. I, just like, I had like a fun with Dick and Jane moment where he's like, like my daddy always said, and he just stares into the vacant sky, and he's like, "Okay." To to reintroduce your Jimmy G point, um, I think one of the my favorite continuous running jokes that is just in the NFL, not like on this show, but just occurs in real life, are like the many lies of John Lynch. Like the dude cannot have a serious conversation with like the public and his lies are never like, Oh, interesting. Hmm. It's like, I'm going to take Matt Jones with the third pick. No, you're not John Lynch. Shut the fuck up. And he's like the worst poker player of all fucking time. uh And and he's like, I have a standing offer right now for two second round picks for Jimmy G. I'm just waiting to see if I can get better picks. No, you're no, not, John. No, you're not. No one, no one's paying that, dude. Yeah. No one. That's hilarious. Just, just don't talk or say nothing or spit us like just like the most generic. We're like, oh, Jimmy G's been a really important part of the, you know this era of San Francisco. We, we're working really hard to make sure he has a home to go next year where he can be successful. No, he's just like fucking lying to us. Like we don't have yeah. brains. Like. Yep. Nope. I. I what a sad situation. I don't know. I don't. I mean, where could he land at this point? What? I, you're That's kind of the thing. Hinting at That's like the thing. Where... It, there's two people who are still fucking throffing at the mouth for like some some dude just to run the show, um, uh, and both of them are also fucking liars. So it's fine. Um, specifically, Seattle, who is the lyingest liar ever. Right. Where it's like, no, we believe in Drew Locke, which it's one of the few situations where. Lying is not the darkest reality. The darkest reality is, oh no, fuck, they don't. Starting Drew Locke. Yeah, they believe that. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, so yep. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and accuse them of being dirty liars. It's like so, watching someone in an abusive relationship and she's mm-hmm. like, no, it's fine. It'll get better. And it's like, uh oh, you, you, don't, you don't know. You don't know yet. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's not good. Because, like, also. Those kind of trades going in division almost never happen. The only right. time I can think about top of my dome that that happened was when the when Philly traded the corpse of Donovan McNabb to Washington. That's the only time I can ever think of that happening because Philly was not scared at all. It's like, oh yeah, no, that dude's toast. So we'll right. go ahead and send him. A, we're, we're totally not scared of running into him. So Jimmy G is not toast he just was never he's he was, always he's exactly what he's always been so like right. it is good enough to fuck you up if you run into him on the wrong day yeah so yeah. and there you there's a couple like the, it seattle's bad but there is still some teeth left that possibly we've seen it with you mm-hmm. know wait like a couple of years ago like Fucking Seattle can punch a team in the mouth out of fucking nowhere. Um, they're just not consistent. So I mean, you get Jimmy G to hook up a couple DK Metcalf passes, exactly. and That's then all it takes, and you're toast. So I really don't think they'll have. I think there's a zero percent chance he ends up there. The only other place I could see him going would be, and this is going to be the a problematic landing spot for the other guy we're going to talk about in a second, Baker Mayfield. Um, is Carolina. 
and here's the way it's a problematic mm-hmm. situation is they're paying that fifth year money to Sam Darnold right now, which is like nineteen million dollars or something like that. It's like a nice big fat thing sitting on your on your salary cap. So you're gonna bring in Jimmy G and then also pay him thirty five like like thirty right. million. he he has a big chunk of money too. We forget that there was a brief moment in time where he was the highest paid quarterback in football. Like that's, that's absurd. He's it never is. earned that. It's so crazy. Nope, but they paid it to him. So yeah. Thank you again, the liar that is John Lynch. <laughs> but, and the thing is, also with Baker Mayfield, he is also on his fifth year money, which is real money again. So are you going to tie up anywhere between 40 and $50 million for a quarterback room of Sam Darnold and other loser? I, 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 I do not Oof. think, the, the only real solution for them was Deshaun Watson, because you can at least go, yeah, Okay, but we got to pay him a lot of money, Watson. but it's a Sean Watson. Right, you you cannot say I'm going to pay fifty million dollars and still not have a quarterback like that. That's not who would you rather not have out escape. of those two? That's out a, of those out of those two out of those two. Okay, specifically uh, Baker Mayfield. I think I would. Really? I was going to say yeah. Jimmy G. Actually, I because there's still a chance that maybe I'm wrong about Baker Mayfield because like there was that flash his his, his yeah. rookie year. Where he hadn't taken a bunch of NFL hits yet, and his shoulder wasn't fucked. His shoulder was fucked this year. Like all these things, all these excuses that I don't buy, maybe at least could be kind of true. The it, only like, way I would believe that is if he showed up to the Panthers um, and w- driving a Harley mm-hmm. in his bad boy face, and be like, "Sup? I'm B Mayfield. I'm here to change it." You know, he's mm-hmm. like he's such an emotional guy. I want to see the bad boy face. That's the only way I would buy that. I think he's. I think he's toast. So is he just moving through every single personality of a boy band and like so pretty much yeah the yeah. next one is he has to go be the bad he's boy he's been he's been baby spice and sporty spice I want to see scary spice like if I can get scary spice uh, Mayfield I'm I'm I might be in I'm just thinking of a boy like a boy band of five Baker Mayfields <laughs> it's like it's like BTS but worse um, <laughs> Baker Mayfield <laughs> oh my god. Christ, oh my god man i don't know man both of those they're just i don't know i i think i like jimmy g a little bit more because at least you know what you're getting like his ceiling's obviously not high but i don't think his floor is that low either he's just boring um, yeah well, that's kind of the exact same reason that i picked the other guy because like because the ceiling G- could be higher well yeah jimmy g will never be anything other than jimmy g like no, there's zero right. chance that he'll be anything other than, than jimmy g right However, Baker Mayfield maybe will not be Baker Mayfield. Like you can at least convince yourself that he won't be Baker Mayfield. So, that's, that, that, yeah, that, I mean that that logic checks out. I guess I just I don't I don't think I think he's Baker Mayfield, man. I'm gonna be honest, pr- with probably. You. I'm not saying I don't think that. I'm saying there's a chance. Uh, yeah, so, fair enough. And you know, Carolina just to kind of just spend a brief moment there, like. This talk last year where it's like, oh, no, no, go, go get Sam Darnold. There's not, there's no downside to it. Like, if you, oh, then you get a lot, cost you a second. It's like, well, he also prevented you from basically doing anything other than drafting a guy to replace him because you've committed not an absurd amount of cap to him, but enough to make committing more cap to that position with uncertainty impossible. It's like so, buying a, a shitty broken down truck and you constantly have to replace parts. Mm-hmm. Sure, it was cheap, but it also doesn't work. <laughs> like, it's sitting in my driveway, and my wife's getting real pissed off at me. So, Sam Darnold is just the broken down truck of quarterbacks. Kinda, it sucks, man. Because I don't know. I always wanted to see him do well, but yeah, you got. I think he got too He's fucked up in the head. head. Yeah, yeah, he got he got too deeply gazed, and it's over. <laughs> the gasing. Mm-hmm. So, because now if you're Carolina, you just have. The good news is they'll probably at six be able just to pick whoever they want quarterback wise. Right. So pick a guy, circle him, and fucking hope. Fucking land it. Yeah. Please. Just hope. And maybe you'll save your job for another year. It's like, oh, you can't fire me yet. The quarterback might be good. So yeah. That's, There's been that's, such a crazy power shift in just the NFL as a whole, like within the past like four years. Like it's absurd. It's like teams that used to be more wildly turbulent than I ever thought it would be. It's yeah. crazy, man. It's shit. Even the last two years was in some instances. Like I mean, the Rams, for example, they were 
always that middling kind of a joke team and now they're like oh fuck there's also like the third iteration of the dream team that finally like there was a sammy watkins dream team and then there was the brandon cook's dream team like it's been going through all these different iterations and then finally the marcus peters era like it was like and then this is finally the one that broke through i don't know i'm Mm -hmm. still i'm still i'm it's it's a fun story Mm -hmm. like yeah so we've been recording for 40 minutes and I drink yep. most of my neat whiskey here. <laughs> Go get another glass, buddy. Let's buckle in. So, so are, are, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So throughout this entire process, um, I've tried really hard not to be the whiny fan because I do think an inherent part of uh, sports fandom is at some point your favorite team will trade your favorite player. Like it, it's 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 going, it, it's like it's like a a a rite of passage as this, a sports fan in general, um, and that was definitely like my moment on Thursday when Devonte Adams got traded to the Raiders. Where it's like my favorite team traded my favorite player out of nowhere. Again, it was Thursday. I was playing at Elden Ring. I was in my happy place. I was not ready to process that. But I was forced to process it. And it like anytime you have these big moments, like it, it really causes you to sort of drill down. It's like, okay, why am I here? Why am I putting up with with this pain? Like 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 how am I here? What do I have to look forward to? So it was like first thing was, okay, how do the Packers not be totally fucked right now? Cause I feel like they're totally fucked. So I went through yeah. all of these different scenarios where we could rebuild that offense and it was going to be a little bit functional. This is before Allen Robinson signs. Oh, we can sign Allen Robinson. We can sign OBJ. Juju hadn't signed yet. We can sign Juju, and then we can use those picks and yada, yada. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So some of those players, OBJ is still out there as of recording, 8 o'clock on Wednesday, the 23rd. He's still out there. He'll probably sign the second we hit pu- before we hit publish because that's how that's podcasts how work. Yep. So um, the reality is... On the topic of what the Packers do, I have been incredibly terrible through the entire Gutenkunst and even good chunks of the Thompson era of figuring out what the fuck these guys are going to do. I, I, I may sometimes like what they do. I may sometimes not, but I can never see it coming. They just will never, ever do what I think. However, my opinion, what they need to do is uh, they have two picks in the first, two picks in the second. Two of those, at least two of those, of those four picks have to be pass catchers. If it's wide receiver and tight end, fuck, I'll take it. That's fine. That's fine. You, you give me Jameson Williams, and then you give me uh, Trey McBride in the second. Cool. Awesome. I'm fine with that. Preferably two receivers. I, I would even be okay with them both being the first round. I don't think that the board's going to fall where that makes any sense, but um, two of those picks need to be receivers. Absolutely minute. They cannot get out of those first two rounds and not have any. That would, yeah, you guys would be be fucking deeply insane. It would be a deeply insane move to have that happen. Um, So as long as one happens in those four picks, I will not lose my fucking mind. I just need one of those four picks to be a wide receiver. Um, the, The free agency situation is Julio or OBJ. Julio idea is somewhat interesting to me. Both those guys are just super not clean signings. It's like you bring a lot of stuff into your building besides just the guy that catches the ball when you make those moves. And I don't know if I want to sign up for that, but cheap Julio on a one year deal. He could at least take the red zone stuff that we lost with Adams that way. I, I'd be okay with that. But other than that draft pick needs to happen on the grander subject of like the psychological damage of a move like this, like there was a huge discussion like right after it happened in like the common gathering places of Packers fans, like, Hey, are the Packers really poorly run? And like, we've just not been able to notice it because of how good the quarterbacks play has been for their, for almost 40 years now. Yeah, back to back to back, yeah. <clears throat> and that is not the first time I've heard that claim. 
And I, I don't think so. They do weird shit. They sometimes, their draft misses are loud and ugly. But this is still a really good drafting team. It, it, it is. You know, Jari Alexander, Rashawn Gary, uh, Elton James, or excuse me, uh, Elton Jenkins. Like, these are were like kind of out of nowhere picks that all panned out. They do cash in on their picks. Even a guy like Darnell Savage, who is maybe the guy I yell at the most on Sundays when I'm watching the Packers, is still a very solid starting safety. Like, they're a well-run team. You know, the, the Smith signings were good. The only, like, really ugly free agent signing maybe in the past 10 years this team has made has been Jimmy Graham. Like, most franchises can't say that. Like, right? it's a well-run team. But they do... They do weird shit, and they're very, very polluted through their front office with, like, weird, antiquated, like, idioms where it's, like, always developed through the draft when, like, a better idea is, like, yeah, just get better all the time, however you can. Like, why would you say just to do it this one way? That doesn't make any sense when all the guys you're trying to beat are improving from every way. You, for some reason, only want to improve this one way. That doesn't make any sense. And right. <laughs> like, it, and it's like, oh, we don't value things like linebackers or wide receivers. It's like, mm, those two things have been killing you guys for like five years. So maybe you want to go ahead and like invest in them in meaningful ways. And like, so there, there's like weird things like that that I admit are polluting and, and do cause damage to how that team is run but for the most part I, I i don't agree with that but yeah it was it's difficult and it's awful and it's it's like really hard just to like see your favorite player and go yep they're never gonna put our jersey on it's over like like that is like a really difficult thing to sort of get through your system i'm, man. I'm glad i'm not glad that you had to go through this but i'm glad that somebody else <laughs> has gone through it yeah very different very different ways mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. but i've been through the same shit it sucks yeah. ass it, it really does um it doesn't make any it, this one blank i mean as soon as it happened literally i just gave you a call and i'm like are you okay yeah, like yep. i mean there's nothing to say it's not like two guys you know one in texas and one in wisconsin are gonna fucking make a change you know what i mean like yeah. are we gonna let this happen no it, it's it's it fucking sucks i don't know man like i don't i i agree like you don't build a team like green the green bay packers without being you know somewhat functionally ran mm-hmm. i will say y'all's drafts n- never make sense to me um but they always work out like in the they, like, in the, they work like out. in the long run but like y'all haven't taken a receiver or anything like that in the first round in like the past 20 years in the first literally round. 18 Quite years literally it's been, it's been 18. 18 years yeah yeah so it's like are they going to change that i I don't know, man. Like, I have zero faith they're going to for the record. I don't think like, they are. They 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 need to. I want them to desperately. Like, but just how these guys have operated, like I, I just don't I don't have any faith that it's going to happen. And if it doesn't, I don't know what they're thinking. Like I don't know how yeah. you can look at the dudes in the building going, Yeah, I know that's fine. Like Also no. how I mean, as as much of a drama queen and all the, the, the fucking wave pool of emotions we've had to go through with Aaron Rodgers. I don't know why. I just assumed that keeping Rodgers, this was like some sort of clause. Like, okay, we're going to keep Devontae Adams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, let's go. Like, has, have, I mean, do you know, like, how is he feel? Has he said anything about this? Like, he has to be losing his fucking mind. So, like, everyone was like, oh, this is Rodgers is fucking done. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, they were best friends. Like, I don't remember I don't that ever being a thing. Yeah, like. I don't think Aaron Rodgers has best friends, to be yeah, completely it's honest. Like, that entire narrative totally got away from the truth. I'm like, they're yeah, work friends. Yeah. Like they are work friends at best. Like Agreed. they like the success they had together. I don't think they hang out and like nope. give each other back rubs or like you know well, make each other it, friendships. And it almost like, it almost it almost like proves that point because um like Devontae Adams as soon as he was like being talked about going to Las Vegas like yeah man I can't wait to play with Carr again like mm-hmm. they're friends they're like actual friends so exactly you've never, exactly you've never heard that about Aaron Rodgers so it's like yeah it's total bullshit but. At the same time, like, dude, Aaron Rodgers, woo, I bet he's fucking pissed. So the 
what has been passed from the front office of the Packers was Rodgers knew this was going to happen when he signed. Okay. That this wasn't surprising to him. That Got they it. knew that they were not probably going to be that. Devontae had already rejected their like best offer offer at the time Got that it. he signed his contract. So he kind of knew what he was in for. He has been Aaron every time he talks about it, like the same aloof Keanu Reeves wannabe that he always is. Um, yeah. <laughs> But <laughs> the best comparison ever. Holy shit. So it's, yeah, it, that part I'm not worried about. The football yeah. part, literally oh, every other part, I'm yeah. deeply concerned about. Yeah. So, I mean, the amount of know. times that it's kind of looked a little bit hopeless for Green Bay and then a fucking just 50 yard touchdown out of nowhere from Devontae Adams, you know, Aaron Rodgers, like you don't have that safety blanket, which is fucking terrifying. So, I don't know. We'll see, man. Like, if you guys pick up uh, Odell, I mean, that's nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is. It's not, you know, obviously it's not as good, but it is really nice. Julio, I, I agree with you. I would rather have a Julio on my team, not only just for the play, but uh, it's just his mentality. <laughs> Odell does bring a lot of baggage. Yeah, I just, I am a little less worried about it going tits up if it's Julio than Odell. Right. I think Odell is good, probably just going to slide right into where it, Tyreek left in Kansas City. That's I still think that's going to happen. Um, that's big. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to we'll back see. rings, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's so interesting landing spot. There you go. I feel better. I feel. I feel like I, I, I just processed a large kidney stone there. You went through but, all the stages of grief and about a ten minute span there. I, I almost did a I pulled almost pulled the Clark this weekend and just released a, a solo episode where I was processing everything. If I hadn't gone out of town, I, I might have. But like I was really struggling to like get my feelings under control with it because it's like what, what the f- how, how what is, why I, I, I think in our group chat I just kept typing no over and over again. You did. You literally had yeah. no like ten times. Yeah. Uh. I just imagine you staring at your phone. He's like, he said he was just getting cigarettes. He's not coming back. No. Yeah, I was just like, what? Oh, uh, it, it took the air out of my lungs, dude. I, I, I yeah. I've not been floored by a sleeper push notification as deeply as that ever. So it be like that sometimes, man. It, it, it do it do be like that sometimes, though. Well, so. is there? Um, I mean, those are those are the big ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's obviously some other ones. I don't know. Are there any others you really wanted to cover? Not really, man. Like that's what this week has been. It's been the fucking trade, the trade party, man. Right, trade a Palooza. Not er- our fucking league, though. Jesus everybody God. getting traded, dude. I, I've been trying real hard to do dynasty trades, and it has been a not happening, dude. Clock a cock block party, man. No one is down to. <clears throat> Not no till the draft, dude. No, no one's willing to pull the trigger um, on things like, and no one's trading draft picks. Holy fuck! Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that is what yeah, that's is. not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But you want to I'm I'm talk a trade right now? <laughs> <laughs> you don't trade, man. You only draft. You're the Green Bay Packers of of, of this of this league, man. <laughs> so if I only take wide receivers, in the first <laughs> round, that's the only thing I do tra- uh, take. Yeah, man. Uh, um, oh, I uh, I went to NRG Stadium. Speaking of, um, yeah, Texans. It was uh, interesting. I didn't know that um, the Texans only pay for half of that building. The other half is actually the rodeo, the Houston rodeo. So they literally turn it into an entire uh, rodeo. Like it's mud and everything. I, I I believe you. It's Texas. It was crazy, man. That's the least just, surprising thing I've heard all there day. There was well, it surprised me. It was seventy thousand people there, all watching a rodeo, and it's just a sea of old dudes with mistresses and fake tits. It was it was beautiful. It was huge. It was the most Houston <laughs> thing you could possibly imagine. It was it was awesome. So you told the story about how an NFL team didn't pay for its whole stadium, mm-hmm. and then there was a rodeo in Texas. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's that's. That's Texas, man. That's Houston. zero plot twists in that story. Man. Oh no, I, I wasn't. I was just stating something fun I did. Well, how, how was the rodeo? It was really fun. It yeah, was, I went with someone that's never. They didn't grow up on a farm, and when they were like doing steer 
wrestling. They're mm-hmm. like, oh my god! Like they were, you know, they weren't too jazzed about it. But as I told them, like I know it's not pretty, but like everything based on the rodeo is based off of shit that people have had to do, like on a ranch. Like if a if a uh, steer gets away, like you kind of you got to get it down somehow. It's not pretty, but. Riding yeah. bulls, wrestling steers, dressing like a clown, all sorts dude, of stuff that like you a do. Clown, dude. Yeah, you do. Absolutely. It's, a, it's an important apparel. part of farming. Yep. Absolutely. Fake tits and all. How else are you going to harvest that fake nose tree? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so we went to this bourbon tasting this weekend. Um, uh, well, basically, one of my dad's neighbors just kind of started his own gig. And he didn't really know what to expect, but my dad's like, hey, when you go over there, I'm just giving you a heads up. This guy really likes to talk. Like, and I'm like, okay, cool, that's fine. I like, I like chilling and listening, it's all good. Yeah, you're one of the most talkative people I know, so mm-hmm. yeah. So that dude, I've never been talked to like that man talked, just like... <laughs> It, 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 it was like being it was like being in like a friendly bar fight because it was just a constant onslaught of, of of stories the guy the guy works in finance in chicago so he's you know he's he's well off he's got money to fuck around with so he stopped doing that and he opened his own bourbon um it, it he, he doesn't distill it he buys he works he built the formula with a distillery and then he sells it but he stopped being a uh, a trader basically and then he said, I just became a celebrity chef. And I'm like, <laughs> what? How the fuck does one do that? <laughs> I, I, I didn't push the topic and I wish I had I'm, more. I'll ask him, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just go so, up to, do you go up to Gordon Ramsay's like, hey, fucker, I'm on here now. <laughs> <laughs> so evidently he, he's cooked with like, like Rachel Ray and he's cooked with like a, a, like a couple. He's been on TV a bunch of times. He did. He's done oh, little shit. shows here. So he's there. like so, legit. Yeah, so he, he's done stuff. But okay, if you ever want to talk about like how just like certain things aren't open to certain like layers of people, and then someone can just go, "I'm I am now a celebrity chef." Yeah, dude, that's having not been anywhere in the culinary field at any point. Um, I, I think that's a great indication for you and how some things just don't work the same way. But man, yeah, it's that dude. I don't. I can't wait, man. Uh, he he sounds like he's just built different. Like I don't. That's like I am now. I am now a professional curler. Yep, exactly. Just, that's what I'm doing now. That's that, what I'm doing now. I'm just showing up to the thing, and people are gonna be like, yeah, "Cool, they, cool, you, yep." There's your shoes. Get up in here, bud. Give give him the curl brick. Here we go. <laughs> the curl brick. I don't even know. What, curl puck. I don't, I, I don't know what it is, man. I'm good at but, I'm good at brooming, so I could probably fit in. But yeah, dude, that's uh that's fucking wild. I mean, imagine being that you're so successful at one job that you just instantly say you're going to do something else and then end up on TV, and then on the side you're like, I also don't, I also like whiskey, yeah. So I'm gonna make my own bourbon. You just get on the elevator at the tenth floor, like it's just like okay, now dude, I'm a celebrity <laughs> chef. Like, <laughs> that's crazy, man. Like yeah, God, I wish I I wish I could do shit like that. That's fucking unreal. Yeah, man. I, I, dude's a nice guy. Dude's a super hardworking guy. You can tell because he's, he's doing that. He's, he's he's hustling his own brand. Like like he's he's selling us like hand to mouth. That, How old is you he? You know, he's like my parents' age. So he's like early sixties, probably. God, that's or maybe a little younger than that. Probably fifties. But uh, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, he's, he's just selling whiskey out of his out of his kitchen. So dude's winning, man. I love mm-hmm. that. Soon, it, soon to come, Hot Boys branded whiskey. Well, it, that, that'd be amazing. And and it was one of those things where the dude, where, where like the shit he's selling is like legitimately good. Like the bourbon is good. Like the it's his first gin I ever had, where I'm like, oh fuck, I'll drink this. Yeah, no problem. Like you know that kind of stuff. But then he's also right. like, I went to the whiskey tasting, and then like there was this other super successful whiskey guy there, and he saw people at my table, and he walked over and he drank my whiskey, and he's like, you're the best whiskey here. I'm like, oh, I don't. Boy. I don't think that happened, and you didn't need to tell me it happened because your whiskey's good. It's in my mouth. I'm tasting it. Like you right. don't have to tell me the story that you made up. You don't have about. to tell me how I feel. I fucking yeah. I, that is a huge pet peeve. It's like yeah. I am. I like the same thing with like news and shit. Like just give me the fucking news, and I will figure out how to feel out about it. All right, <laughs> get off my shit. <laughs> exactly, man. It's like oh, give us funny. this really good whiskey, then we'll drink it, and then we'll buy some because it's really good. It's like right. 
I know this is really good. I wasn't going to buy it, but fucking Johnny Q Whiskey says he it says it's good, so I'll just go ahead and if buy it. If the Whiskey King or the Whiskey Prince said it's the best whiskey in the world, then by God, I will own this. Thank you, sir. I will take two bottles. I will bottles. take eight drums. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, I mean, oh, if, if you're, I guess if you're that, like, lovely, successful, you, there's got to be some quirk to you that pushes you to that, I don't know. I don't know. It's also maybe just like, well, well. Now I'm part of the myth too, where it's like you oh. know, you, you got to build all this out. You're the and, whiskey princess, and mm-hmm. you said it was good, and you'll be in the next story. Exactly, man. It's beautiful. And it's like you know, and then I and then I after I made the whiskey, I went up and killed Zeus and all the other Olympian gods, <laughs> and then I had to resettle. And I and I saw Hercules and I put him on the nose because yep. he's pretty cool. And I gave him a glass of whiskey legend. and we cheers and then we talked about the good old days. Anyway, try this cherry vodka, which for the record was fucking baller. It was delicious. Cherry vodka but, sounds really good. I love. Mm. Uh, I don't like vodka, but I really enjoy like fruity. Like you mm. know, you, you take you take vodka and you put cherries in it or watermelon, mm. watermelon, whatever. It's so good. Yeah, man. Watermelon. My my soul is being sucked out by work right now. So I have not much to talk about unless you want to talk about Dark Souls. I don't know, or not Dark Souls, fucking uh, <laughs> Elden, Elden Ring. Ring. Yeah. Well, um, this is this is this is probably not going to go on the show, but I'll, I'll mention it. Like, got super into Elden Ring, and then this past weekend while we were out at the cabin doing the whiskey thing, um, they all brought their Warhammer armies, so we played like a couple games of Warhammer, and I'm like, nice. fuck, I just really want to paint. I just really want to paint all the time. So that's what I've been doing all week is I've been painting an Adepticon, which is like the Warhammer. The fuck is that? It's it's like the Warhammer convention is on Saturday in Illinois. Are you so, going? Oh, fuck yeah. I am. It's like goddamn Christmas. I'm going to go. Decepticon? Uh, it's, uh, no, is it's it like Decepticon a, of no. fucking Transformer. <laughs> oh, yeah, it, <laughs> it is. It is. So you put the wrong word in my head, and now I'm having a hard time saying the right word. I don't know if that ever said, happens to you. Adepticon. 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 A single. A single. Yes. Like Adepticon. Yes. Yeah. Because you said Decepticon, I was having a hard time saying the right one because like the wrong one kept sliding in my brain. So uh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna spend I mean, most of Saturday digging through bit bins, looking for tiny bits of spacemen to put together. Dude, I've never seen so many asexual people in a picture before. This is great. I gotta go <laughs> to this, dude. Check. Like, You're looking at it just, right now. Holy fuck, man! It's just a, it's just plastic and virgins. <laughs> like it's all I'm seeing right now. I love this. This is fantastic. For the record, everyone at Adepticon is very nice. Um, dude, but, I've been yeah. to many comic cons. I'm yeah. shitting on my own people, including me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but. That's fantastic. I would love. I would love to get. In, I would get into the painting part. I know that for sure. That's that's my favorite part too. By by far, that's what I'm doing. Um, Very cool. So I hadn't painted in a while, so I got that motivated me to start painting again. Good man. You know, eventually you're gonna want to like actually paint and get like a canvas because it's you're gonna have that itch. Never happen. You're so you're such you're so full of shit. I can't draw you. like like. When it's you like, oh, there's a. You need to be able to draw. I, I'm just like cut, coloring stuff in. Like painting is just like coloring stuff in. You know, wow. like it's, it's different, man. It requires less from me, which I'm always a fan of. You're gonna be a famous artist, man. I can't wait. Um, and then I'll say, you know what? That I've I've painted, but that is the best artist I have ever seen in my entire life. It would and give then me, an ex- and then I'll buy all your paintings. It would give me an excuse to look at naked men. While I paint them. So there you go. I'm sure TC is available. So mm-hmm. we can get rid of his headache. <laughs> so now you're posting Adepticons and stuff in the group chat. Dude, I'm telling and, you, like, that's the picture I saw. And I was just like, oh boy. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Huge $500 Titan that he's got right there. $500. Goddamn. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, yeah, man. I don't even want to think about how many wounds that thing is. Or also, it's five hundred dollars or ten thousand five hundred sixty-eight rubles. So that's fun. Oh, you, did you just run it through the, the the current conversion? Oh yeah, you know it. No, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> I will say I am gonna I am gonna take I'm gonna take one more stab at this. Though. Okay. The Adepticon logo uh-huh. looks exactly. Like a fucking remember the shirts we had to do in goddamn um, 
uh, boot camp. Yes. It looks here. I'll post it. It looks exactly like one of those logos that'd be on a shirt. Oh yeah, no, that was all like fucking. Don't tread on me. Yeah, gun, but I'm gun show about, like, level shirt shit. shit. Yeah, like, yeah. I just posted it. It, it looks like we, we're group thirty one forty Adepticons. <laughs> I don't know why it reminds me of that. Hell yeah, man! It was. I mean, it's pretty metal. My boot camp division shirt just had Popeye on it. So I still have mine. I think I do too somewhere. It's like in my closet. Obviously, I'm not going to fucking wear it, but... No, absolutely not. It's, it's it's a fucking cringe magnet at this point, but yeah. Absolutely. But I drew it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they picked yours? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, man. You're famous now. Oh my God, I'm so famous. <laughs> I have my own shirt line. It's called Old Navy. <laughs> well done. I did it. Yeah. Do you want to wrap this up? <laughs> yeah, let's get the fuck out of here, man. You and I are both fucking dead behind the eyes right now, so I have no personality. My personality yeah. is working, so yeah. <laughs> right now. I actually hadn't had too many bad days and then like today happened. And have you ever had like that jackass comp to you at work where it's like, Oh, you're busy today, at least it makes the day go fast. That fuck off. Dickhead Jesus is always Christ. wrong. I was busy all day. It felt like I was there for thirty years. It felt like one yeah. of the longest days of my life, and I just didn't sit down at all. Like being busy does not make work go faster; it just makes work go by worse. Like, it does. It, it does. Like I, I think, like if you have a job where you're just doing the same thing over and over, like working at a sandwich line, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's in Lubbock, Texas. Maybe the year is 2010, and maybe you're really high all the time. Yeah, work <laughs> goes by really fucking quick because you're doing the same thing. However, if you're doing like a normal adult job where there's stress involved. No, it sucks and it takes forever. It's not enjoyable in the least. It sucks. Yeah. I definitely know what you mean. Fuck that guy. Fuck that saying. Fuck, fuck the general working. concept of working in a capitalist society. I'm, I'm just going to become a famous chef and say fuck it. Yep. That's it. Uh, guys, I'm a celebrity chef now. <laughs> God, I love that. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to meet this guy. <laughs> Bill's good people, man. It's going to be fun. All right, since I've decided that we're famous podcasters, um, we should probably wrap up this show. So thank you, everyone, who joined us for another episode of Football Hot Boys. Uh, between, hold on, let's, let's go ahead and do that again. Run that one back. Yeah. I don't know why, of all the things on this show, I can't do this. I think it's because I actually have to recite something as opposed to just making up bullshit. I mean, just like, make it up. Yeah. Okay, everyone, welcome to the end of Football Hot Boys. This is the end of the show. Follow us on socials. Until next time, see, stay out there, boys and girls. <laughs> it up see you guys that's the one it's over take cut print it (laughs) oh my god Uh, short short concise